Welcome to the Hope Talks podcast with Grayson Willis and Pastor Margaret Michael, where you'll hear inspiring stories that are filled with hope and good news in Jesus Christ. You can find our podcast on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, and TuneIn. You can also listen to episodes on our church YouTube channel. Thanks so much for listening. Welcome to today's broadcast of Hope Talks. I'm Grayson Willis. And I'm Pastor Margaret Michael. Thanks for tuning in today. And today we're joined uh, actually via Zoom, which is, I think, the first time for Hope yeah, Talks. this is a new one. Um, we're joined via Zoom by Vicki Dove, Angela Cole, and Kayla May. And uh, it's good to have you all. Thanks for having us, Grayson. Thanks for having me here. We've had each of you on uh previously before so you're not new to hope talks but uh pastor margaret just introduce what we're going to be talking with these ladies about today yeah this is this is exciting it's something that um these ladies have a passion for i have a passion for and you know we've been through a pandemic and we've had some isolation right ladies like we have experienced um just being uh separated and so now we're coming out somewhat of the isolation, I think. Uh, and we are um, just excited that these ladies have stepped up and said, hey, I want to help with uh, women's Bible study and help our women to be in the Word and our women to be discipled. And these ladies have a passion um, for this. I've watched it in their lives. And I would like to start out um, just hearing from each of them what that has meant to them and how um, they've arrived at this place of bringing Bible studies to our women. Whoever wants to go first. Well, I'll start. Hey, everyone. Um, this is Angela, and I honestly have had this on my heart for a very long time and didn't quite know what to do with it. I just kept hearing the Lord say, "We, you need to lead a Bible study. You need to lead a Bible study. And I, I was like, okay. But tell me where, tell me when, tell me how, Lord. And um, I just continued to pray about it as that um, just thought moved in me. And um, I talked to Pastor Olivia and Margaret one day, and that wasn't even the purpose of our meeting. But I just felt like I should share it. I was like, I don't know what this means. I'm not telling you guys to fix it or provide an opportunity. But I just need prayer because I can't get over hearing this nudge. And I just love God's Word, and I love to see women grow in Him. And so I just kind of spoke it out loud. feel like God's saying, there's a place somewhere for Bible study. And I kind of left it. And then someone else in our little group here felt the same nudge. So I'll let her speak now. <laughs> yeah, so this is Kayla May. Um, so this women's Bible study has been on my heart for a really long time as well. Um, and it was just, it started out as just a little nudge. And, um, you know, at first I was like, no, this, you know, the church really needs a women's Bible study. But then I was like, well, maybe I'm misinterpreting that. Maybe I just need something for myself. Um, you know, so I started meeting and having a one-on-one -on -one Bible study um, with another woman. But that nudge just kept, it just, it, it didn't go away. And so I, like Angela, I didn't know what to do with it either. I went to a couple people in the church, and I was like, look, like, I, I think that this is what God is telling me. How do I make it come to fruition? You know, and I started with, I believe, Pastor Billy, because I wasn't sure where to start um, or who to start with. 
Um, and the support that I got from him was absolutely amazing. And he kind of got the ball rolling and contacted Esther Olivia. And then you know, Pastor Olivia says, oh, Angela, you know, brought up a women's Bible study as well. So I just think that God was really calling three of us to start this Bible study. And I never pictured myself facilitating one. Um, it was purely our church needs a women's Bible study because I need to be fed. And at that time in my life, I wasn't sure quite how to feed myself, if that made sense. And it always helped to have other women around to kind of go through scripture and really dive in and get to, I don't want to say nitty gritty, but the nitty gritty of the scripture. So just that wine that fellowship was a huge, huge desire. And I actually, and this was interesting so like I said I never planned on leading one um and I use journals now when I study on um, scripture and I opened up my journal the other day and on the top of the page it had uh 2022 and then on the middle towards the middle of the page in huge lettering it had lead women's bible study and I'm pretty sure I, I there's no date on that but because the 2022 was at the top I can only imagine that that happened at the beginning, like January, February of 2022. So it's just amazing that we're here in December. You know, God put that on my heart in early 2022, and now it's coming to fruition in the church. So yeah, God is faithful. You don't always know what or when, but you know, he'll, um, if you're patient enough, he'll, he'll lead you to it. Thank you for sharing that. How about you, Vicki? Well, I'm Vicki Dove, and I've always been passionate about discipleship, and that's probably what drew me to this as much as anything. I'm retired now, and for a little over a year, and I think just recently I've been searching for my place in retirement as far as the church goes. And when I learned that there was to be a women's Bible study and learned that the offerings are going to be in the evening or later in the day. I felt a real burden for the people that can't get out at that time of the day, especially in the winter. There are a lot of women that don't drive at night, and I did not want them to miss out. I felt like this was going to be an important study for the ladies of the church, and I felt inclined to volunteer to lead a group so that we could have a time during the day so that we would not be missing anyone that really wanted to be part of a ladies Bible study. And so I volunteered, right? It was a last minute kind of decision. And um, Pastor Olivia said, we can do that. She had been thinking it might be needed, but did not want to necessarily lead a group herself because she wanted to be able to participate in a group. And I think that's great. I think um, being on staff, you're involved in so many things anyway. So whenever you can take part of something and not have to be leading in it, that's a really great thing. So God's word is important. Yes. And it's so important as a part of our discipleship. And it's important for women to be able to study together, I think, because there are things that we can gain from each other that you don't always gain in a mixed group you're talking about men and women together but it's wonderful that you can gain things from women in uh, different ages and my group in particular we have the 20 somethings all the way up to the 80 somethings and it's a great generational group that I think is just 
going to be really uh, a blessing for the people that are part of it. Thank you for sharing that. Yeah, Vicki was my very first Sunday school teacher back on Roosevelt Street in 1996. And I'll never forget, like, Vicki does have such a heart for um, discipleship. And I remember the book's title was, I Believe, Now Tell Me Why. So as a new believer, I was discipled by Vicki, and it really set me on a path. And I am passionate and led Bible studies for many years um, here at the church. And it's just such a blessing to me to see this come into fruition and to see how God was laying it on all of your hearts. And it did take a little bit of working for January to December. You know, God's timing is not our timing. Um, Waiting on God is not easy. He really does bring it together beautifully. I wonder if you all could share just a little bit personally what it's done in your life. Like for those listening today, they might, well, that's great that you all feel called to that, but why would I need to do it? Like what can you all share personally about studying the scripture? How has it transformed you? What does that look like? Like Angela, you have been on staff here at the church and you discipled Kids Harbor staff. Like you've spoken into women for many years. Vicki, you've done discipleship. You were in charge of our Sunday school for a long time. And Kayla, you might be a little newer to table, but you have a real passion. And my only thought is there has to have been some transformation that's happened and some hope that's come into our life or we wouldn't be passionate about it. So I would love to hear from you all. What is it? Why why is this important for us? Well, for me, um, exactly, I think... Being called to lead um, in any area of your life, as I think for me, I'm learning as a mom, um, as a, for me as a director of Kids Harbor. I always, I'll tell this little story about what you asked, Margaret. I always kept telling God, I want to speak to women. I want women to know about Jesus, and I want them to know God's word because for me, it's the only way I live my life. Um, without His strength, without His truth, without His hope. Without this word to guide me, I wouldn't be where I am. I wouldn't be who I am. And I need him desperately. And I think I remember um, just telling God, I'm leading a child care center. And I keep thinking, God, but I want to speak to women. And I'll never forget when he said to me, um, some of you know this story, just his gentle whisper. He said, you are. You are doing that. It looks different than you think, but you are. And... I'm so humbled and grateful that we get those opportunities because there's nothing special about me. I just know that I love the Lord, and without Him, you know, I probably wouldn't get out of bed, I mean, to be honest. (laughs) And His Word is so full of life. It's living and active. We've been studying that, and I just want other people to know it, and I've been so, so blessed. I'm not the director of Kids Harbor anymore. I stepped away from that in April to pursue some other things. And the fact that God has allowed me to do this Bible study after stepping away and not being with those women, and some of those very women are at the table. Mm. And um, that's an incredible blessing to me. So, yeah. yeah. Thank you for sharing that. Well, uh, just listening to you ladies talk, I was just curious. um, You know, you talked about the nudge and wanting, feeling the desire to do this just in different areas each of you different things drew you but what have you gotten out of 
you know, I know it's early in the process, but what have you gotten out of these Bible studies? I know you're pouring into people and you're serving and leading, but a lot of times when you lead and serve, you also personally get something out of it too. Well, this is Vicki. Going back to what Angela was sharing first, she said without God, she didn't know she'd want to get up mm-hmm. in the morning. Mm-hmm. And that is the thing that I realized is most important is when I talk with others often, I find myself saying, I don't know how I would even do this without God in my life. I don't know how people manage without God in their lives. And for me, that's the foundation for everything that I do and that I believe in. And I think it's also one of the reasons that I felt so drawn to do this was because, you know, I imagine the majority of women that we have in our groups, they're all believers who want to learn more and grow closer to God just because of the nature of how the study is being held. And the study itself, this one is so good because if you haven't opened your Bible in a long time, it gets you to open your Bible. The very first study, that was exactly where we started. And we have been approaching truth and engaging truth and applying truth and it's just a wonderful place to start i think that what is being gained from the study for me personally i can never lead or teach that i don't gain more than anyone else in the group when you're leading you have to get in there and you have to dig in even deeper you're preparing ahead of time so i try to stay ahead of where my group is And I think because of that, I'm just learning more. I feel like I have to be able to respond appropriately, so I do a lot more digging than if I'm just part of a group that I'm studying. So I always gain just a huge benefit personally because I'm digging deeper into God's Word than I ever do. And I don't think you can overstate that. Yeah. What about you, Angela or Kayla? Well, I would like to share and just kind of piggyback on what Vicki said. Um, for me, leading, it's just, we've talked about in this study how we all struggle to stay in God's Word for one reason or another. And it may be a season of life. It may be you're doing really awesome. You're digging in God's Word. And then a rhythm in your life changes or, you know, just anything. And you can get out of that rhythm in your life. And we all need help. And I think... The thing that's been so beautiful for me is that there are new believers in our study. And then there are believers that have been studying the Word for so many years, and we're all growing. Everybody is welcome. You know, everybody's welcome. And God always provides an opportunity, whether you're brand new to His Word or He just wants to continue to draw you. You never have to quit, you know. And I just think that's been so good. And the fact that folks that have never, maybe don't even know where Um, the books of the Bible are in the Word. They are at that table, and there's others that can lean in and support, and that fellowship of believers is just so beautiful. And to see those women come in and just encourage one another and know we're going to dig in the Word, I I just have to say there's really nothing more beautiful. I mean, it just thrills my heart. And I leave there so full, and I pray that for these other women. I just pray that we can... um, continue to encourage one another because I think that's what God calls us to do. Yeah, Kayla, if you want to share a little bit of just your passion, where that comes from, and then what Grayson was talking about, what was your question? What you've gotten out of it. (laughs) So 
kind of where that desire comes from, that passion, and then, like as Grayson said, what are you getting out of it? Yeah, so this is my actually one of my very first times actually, I like to use the word facilitate a Bible study because I like that word because it allows me to get in the mindset of, okay, I yes, I have all of this prepared, but I'm coming to learn from everybody else too. And my job is just to simply guide the discussion as to what, what we're going to talk about in the scripture. And so I'm still learning how to do that, but this is good. Like Vicki and Angela has said, this is the study we're doing now. It's just wonderful for people who have been in the church and have done Bible studies all their life. And then it's really good for people who are just starting out. And um, I can kind of relate to more of like the just starting out phase. Um, I mean, scripture's been a part of my, my whole life, but I've never really learned how to read and study it. Um, and so this has just been really good because it talks about, you know, what happens when you don't open your Bible, you know, which has been a lot of my life recently in the last five or six years, you know, with just the life changes that I've had. And, you know, when I don't open my Bible, what happens? I'm missing this and this, but yet when I don't open it and then I do, he's never changing. He's always there. Mm -hmm. And even though I am kind of new in this walk of my life, as far as facilitating a Bible study I think I also had mentioned that I was hesitant on doing it. Like, it's not something that I wanted to do. Um, but since this study has started, I wholeheartedly believe that God doesn't call the qualified. He qualifies the called. Yes. Um, and that is just something that's really stuck with me and something I've gotten out of this study is, yeah, you know, I'm not I'm not qualified uh, if, there, if there are qualifications for this. But I know that through his word and his scripture, and as I you know, lean on these other women and study the scripture, I know I'm going to be armed with, with the knowledge the knowledge needed. And it's just being surrounded by women, like Vicki said, I mean, there are things that women can talk about, you know, that they can't necessarily talk about in front of a man, um, you know, and us women can relate to each other in many different ways. And the study gives us that opportunity to talk about things like that. Mm. You know, one of the, each session of this, Bible study has a story, and one of the very, the very first story just like brought tears to my eyes about this woman who um, who had lost she had a, she had a loss uh, of a child, and she just couldn't get herself to open up her Bible, and it spoke. So her friend sat there and opened her Bible and read it to her because she herself wasn't in a place where she could do that, and so just that in itself was something that us women can do for each other. I mean that's. One, you know, a lot of us are mothers. You know, we can relate to, even if we haven't lost a child, we can still relate to grieving. We can relate to loss. Um, and, you know, and just being able to say, like, yes, I can't I can't open this now. Can you read it? Can you open it? Can you read it for me? Um, that's just a, something that has just spoken to me since the beginning of the study. It's just that even if we don't open it. You know, I think that, there is this idea that the enemy plants in our minds that when we walk into a church that, oh, if people would just know my story, that they, you know, and the enemy makes us believe that um, we're less than, that no one would understand, that maybe we'd be judged. And the beautiful thing is those are just lies, right? 
because we have all, since the fall, there's been not one family that hasn't had dysfunction, right? Like we all have dysfunction in our families. We have to, you know, we're not that far from Christmas. We know what it's like, right, when we all come together. And there are things because we will never arrive until we reach glory. Like we won't have it all fixed, but God has created community in the church and the body of Christ. Um, And he's created these spaces. Um, He places the call on the hearts of our men and the hearts of our women to do certain things. We all have a place in the body of Christ, right? We don't all have the same giftings, but God calls us to make us a complete body. And this is truly a piece that our church was missing, right? But he's called you all to come together and provide this. And, you know, there may be people listening today that are desperately needing this. They may be desperately needing this in their own church. Maybe they don't go to church. Hey, reach out if you don't have a church. We would want to be able to be a part of your family. But if you have a church family, and this is something maybe that's missing in your own church, and you're feeling that nudge, but you don't know what to do today, what would you say to that person who feels like, oh my goodness, this might be something missing at our home church or where I go, and also speak to the one who doesn't maybe have a church to be a part of or someone who's in our church? There's three ways to speak today. Um, Just kind of as we wrap up, what would you all say to the people listening today? One thing on my mind is that one of the things that happened with COVID was we lost opportunities for community. And I think that this is helping to meet that need in a partial way. One of the things that I did the very first session that we met was I kind of did a little survey of the women in my group. And one of the questions I asked was, why did you want to participate in this study? Mm-hmm. What caused you to choose this? And I dare say the majority of women said they wanted to spend time with other godly women in God's Word. And that spoke volumes to me that that is the community piece that's been missing for the last couple of years because of the isolation that we have found ourselves in. And I think that's just a key to what's happening for us right now. And if it's happening with us in our church, no doubt it's happening in other churches as well. Yeah. Actually, Vicki, I have women from other churches in my group um, in our evening group, and I just think that's beautiful. And I think that exactly what you said, people are just hungry to be together and hungry for truth. And I think our world is what it is right now. You know, we don't have to explain that very much, but we're drawn to God's light. And that is through other believers, and that is through His Word. And we're desperate for it like no other time. And I think if, if you... And again, I want to say, all three of us do this very differently. There's no there's no standard way you have to lead a Bible study. But if you're feeling that nudge, or if there's some other thing that you're feeling called to in your church, yeah. do it. Step out. Say, I'm willing. If it's nursery, if it's, I mean, I want to clean the windows because that's what I can do for God. God needs all of us. And so wherever you are, and if it's not that you want to lead or step out, but you want to join a Bible study... There are opportunities everywhere. So online, 
you're always welcome at our church or you know just dive in find a way don't let that be a nudge in your heart that you don't follow that's good i um i'm gonna agree with angela you know if you you know you do have a heart to join a bible study and you know god's really putting that nudge in your heart find one you know it doesn't have to be the right one or it doesn't have to be the one that you're supposed to be in find a place to just find a Bible study, find a place to start. And, you know, you will be fed. If you leave your heart open to God's word, he will feed you as much as you allow him. And so just, just open your heart and just join a Bible study, whether it's in your own church or our church or another church, start somewhere. But after this year long journey, don't ignore the nudge. You know, we encourage you to follow that nudge um, and to go with it because God is faithful and God is, there's a reason that God is giving you that nudge. And I want to piggyback on that a little bit, um, Kayla. I think too, if we ask, if we're feeling a nudge, you know, if we're feeling a nudge, I mean, I was telling God, I don't know what you want me to do with this Lord. And I just kept praying that. And then he opened the door. So Mm -hmm. if you are feeling a nudge and you ask him to show you, he will be faithful to do that. Um, We were all just talking before we started this. Sometimes his timing is not our own. So it may not be tomorrow. This was, like I said, Kayla and I had this on our hearts for a while. And Vicki said, hey, I knew last minute that I was supposed to join. So just trust God's timing and don't quit asking. Yes. I would, you know, there's just a beautiful picture of the call in scripture, which David, you know, he was a young boy anointed. I've probably said this to some of you all, but you know, David was anointed king and he knew he was called, right? But he went back to the fields and continued to shepherd um, until God's timing was right. And I think the waiting is where we're formed. Like that's such a formation piece that um, it doesn't just we're called. I mean, you can look at whether it's Moses or whoever it is in Scripture. Like, there are years of waiting sometimes. Kayla, you're lucky. You got by with less than a year. Um, we think about how long it is sometimes from that calling when we know we're called and those initial nudges. And then, like, it's like Angela said, we don't give up. Don't just, you know, say, hey, this is must not, I must have been to pizza last night. Like, continue knocking and seeking and and the lord will be faithful in that it doesn't happen on our timetable um very seldom do things happen on our timetable because it's not about us it's about god and what he's doing and his calling and the timing of all of this coming together and him calling the three of you um at different times but pulling it all together for this has been beautiful um I think over 100 women are signed up, which is just amazing. And so thank you all uh, for serving. And before we go, is there anything that's just on your heart that you go, oh, I wish I would have said that? Is there anything you want to share? Actually, yes. Thank you, Margaret. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> I just have to say, in the study we've been in this week, um, I have been so moved by the scripture in Psalm 1 that says that person is like a tree. The one who delights in the law of the Lord is like a tree planted by streams of water, which yields its fruit in season, which means God's timing and whose leaf does not wither and whatever they do prospers. Mm -hmm. And that means bring glory to the Lord. 
And I love that this scripture talked about, we can't be like camels. This just impacted me. We cannot be like camels that just come as we need to fill up. Mm. And we can't be like horses that just come to drink sometimes. We have to be like a tree that's planted. Mm. Planted by the water and continuously be in his word. And sometimes we don't know how. But seek someone in your life that can help you. Do that. And... um, I will tell you, God's got good things in store if we just um, get rooted in his word. Mm, that's good. The um, scripture in Ephesians 3 that talks about um, God has things planned for us that we've never thought, imagined, or dreamed of yes. comes to my mind. But it takes engaging. And the enemy, as much as God has a plan for that, the enemy has a plan to keep us out of it. And so I just encourage those listening today to Whatever that fear is, whatever that thing is that is keeping you from opening up the Word of God, that you would um, just step over that fear and uh, find someone, like Kayla said, someone that can meet with you and maybe read the Word of God to you. Maybe it's you're in a place of hurt where you're just not even sure if you can do that. Uh, but just take a step, no matter what it is. I think the message today is to take a step in that direction. Well, Angela and Vicki and Kayla, thank you for joining us today. It's been great to have you all. Thank you for having us, Grayson. Thank you for having us. And I pray a blessing over each of the three of you and your families and as you lead these Bible studies and the women in your Bible studies, that it will continue to be fruitful for his kingdom. Uh, Thank you for listening to today's broadcast of Hope Talks. I pray that as you've heard Kayla May, Vicki Dove, and Angela Cole share about uh, just being in the Word and leading Bible study, that it truly has been a half hour of hope for your life. May God bless. Hope Talks is sponsored by Church of the Nazarene Harrisonburg in partnership with Sunshine Ministries. Thanks for listening to today's episode of Hope Talks. If you're enjoying this podcast, please subscribe for all the updates and latest episodes. Also, if you're in the Harrisonburg or Rockingham County area, we invite you to listen on the radio each Sunday at noon on 1470 AM or 102.1 FM WBTX.